Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Martin Comston, do you realise you're the first person that's coming back again because I love you so much on this podcast? Oh, thank you, Paul. That's you're very the kind. first one. What a spot this is. I've actually had a wine and barbecue chicken out that front door. I did not know there was a podcast studio on here. Yes. <laughs> they, well, they're, they do all sorts of stuff here at uh, this amazing place where we make the podcast in, uh, in King's Cross. Mm. Such a cool area. Thank you for coming back because there were so many things I still want to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. The very first time we met, I think it was only when Line of Duty had been the first season. Yeah. I was one of the OG fans. <laughs> uh, you came on and you spoke and nobody knew you were Scottish. And it was a sort well, of... Well, Scottish the... people knew I was Scottish. Yeah, yeah. But people who <laughs> were obsessed point. with... with yes, I love Scotland. <laughs> uh, with, that were obsessed with Line of Duty. They also went, you what? It was so bizarre. I still take that as um, it's kind of a compliment, and also of you, you can you can kind of disappear into a character, and also when people think you're English, they're not listening for the mistakes, which when they know you're Scottish later on, they start listening for every little vowel and everything. Do goes they? Wrong. Yeah, yeah. Are people that yeah, just yeah, no? Yeah, they do. They do once they know, but before that, they just people just accept what they hear. But you don't live here, of course. I mean, you do. You live all over the world, but you live in America as well. Ah, uh, no. So I, I have. I'm very lucky to split my time. I still have a place in Greenock where I'm from, yeah. um, and I've got a place in Vegas where my wife's from. So we kind of do half the year there, half the year there, which is That's it's true. very, it's very. We're, we're under no illusions how how lucky we are to do that. Um, but also, we've got a wee one, and he get time with both grandparents and stuff. And maybe sounds a bit thingy, but. Doing your summers in Scotland and winters in Vegas, it's, it's yeah. a nice feeling. That's why I'm smiling at you. That's <laughs> why you just you just have this wonderful way about you, and I think it's because you have this lovely life. And I don't I don't know. There's you work really hard, and I know you do. But how lovely to have the two of you are able to be with the families and split your time. I do, mate. But like people like yourself, everybody's always been nice to me, you know. So I, I do enjoy it. Like I enjoy. When you're walking down the street and people shout random things at you and when's the next sign of duty or thing from me and Gordon's Ran podcast. Okay. What are the random things? Come on. We'll talk about your Usually podcast. Usually now it's always, which is bizarre and lovely, it's mainly me and Gordon's podcast, like the stuff that come from that people shout to me walking down the street and it's, um, I was walking, <laughs> so maybe this isn't a nice thing, but there's a, there's a saying in Scotland where we say, we call people shaggers. And well, that just means like a legend. And it could be any walk oh, of life. Really? Yeah, yeah. You go like, all right, shagger. And that just means like you're a top. From any walk of life, it just means I think it. And um, 
I was walking through Edinburgh the other night and it was uh, a load of women at a 60th birthday party. And as I walked by, they went, all right, Shaga. And I was just like, I, that really filled my heart with joy, like the demographic of that thing. And um, That's so, yeah. But here, if you were in England, it doesn't mean that. But I, I, I know, but I, I like taking that. You like so being known as a shagger in every yeah, way. Yeah, but it's, it can be anybody can be it. You know what I mean? And it's a it's a it's a lovely way to start your morning when you're walking to everyone goes, all right, shaggers, and it's it's just subverting that kind of thing. Like it means something different up where we're from, and um and I like when people start calling you down here as well because they know it's it's like a term of endearment. Okay, let's actually let's go to the podcast because yeah. you did bring it up. So let's talk about that. You like to have a laugh. <laughs> You've got the best smile on your face. Thank you. So you and yeah. Gordon, listen, you and Gordon get on so well. Lovely Gordon Smart, mm-hmm. who uh, TV presenter now as well. BBC Morning Live, one-time presenter. God bless him when uh, he did his, his screen test. Mm. Uh, they, he said, he said no, you were incredibly kind to him. No, but he, he, he... But he said you were really, really... You really looked after him. No, but he was... No, that's... Just, well, yeah. thank you. Yeah. But he was... You could tell there was that sort of moment of nerves. Yeah. And I sort of looked round at him... And then I just said to him, you, well, you got this. He just, he, it was natural, yeah. complete natural. He's good at what he does. That's the thing with the podcast as well, in terms of I can, I, there was one time he was late and he, Gordon sometimes he does have that in him. And I went, I'm going to start this. And I fell to pieces. Like I, I just you? like a rant. Yeah, I because no. I'm, I'm not a presenter and it's an art form. It is a skill to be able to tie everything together. And that's why I think we work so well. Like I can have the odd rant and all that kind of thing, but he's, He's actually a professional at what he does. So when he was late, I went, you know what? I'll read it. I'll introduce I can do the introductions. But after that, I just completely fell to bits. And that's when, like, actually, he, he earns his keep. But you're not, you've never been lost for words. But it's it's a different thing. And, and you'll know that it is a, that, what do you guys call it? Phil? Yeah. Like, to keep yeah. things well, I going. I love that. Yeah, yeah. but it's not, I, I panic because I would go like, who's Phil? You know, when somebody <laughs> says that in your ears, like, it's a, it is really is a skill honed over years and years of practice, and it's it's not something you can just drop in and do. Like you have to be, and I, I th- again, I think that's why it works so well is because he actually knows what he's doing. So when how how did it all come about then? Whose idea was it? It kind of started during COVID. So we're just close pals, and uh, during COVID, we're just like it for us. It became like a it's a kind of an, eso- an ethos sorry like Restless Natives is like a film we both loved it's like a cult yeah. Scottish film basically about kind of like Robin Hoods and um, we thought we wanted to put on a music festival like I, I work a lot with our guy in hospice uh, where, I, where I grew up and I said I want to put on a, mu- a big music festival in my hometown and with all the proceeds going to that that fell to pieces pretty quick um, but there's a load of, we've got a load of broken promises of what we want to do of stills we we're still planning to do but it was like a whole I mean, I don't like the word like saying like brand, but there was a whole idea behind what we want to do in terms of like a podcast, maybe documentaries, maybe merchandise, maybe giving people jobs. And we still don't know, quite know what it is, but it's been a lot of fun figuring it out. But that's great. And it, you can only grow from that. Well, the thing is, as well as an actor, you spend a lot of the time waiting on the phone to ring. And with this, I feel I've got a lot, I've got control. Like we decide what we're doing and we decide yeah, what we're talking no, about. That. And taking a bit of that back has been really refreshing and um, feeling you have a little bit of ownership of it. I, like, I'm really enjoying that. You want to make a difference, actually. You, I, 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 That's the thing, that you're not somebody to sit back on their laurels. You're somebody who wants to make a difference. You want to do good. Mm. Um, I, I, I totally get that from you each time I've met you. And, um, and I, I like that. I'm just going to pick up on something you just said because I don't believe you have to sit around and wait for the phone to ring. 
Surely you've passed oh, that no, now, Martin. You do. I like it, but it's it, again. It's a, such a funny thing. But our job was last year. I I'd I come off a really, or maybe two years ago now. Was I come off a really tough run of jobs, like four in a row, which I'm incredibly lucky to have that. And then the next year, I'd like three or four lined up. But I was just said to like my my team as I went. I was like, I'm like guys, I'm exhausted. I just want to go home, be with my wife, and be my wee one, and just spend a bit of time. And then. They went, oh, by the way, one of those jobs moved. I went, oh, that's great. We've still got the other ones. Oh, another one's moved. Another one's moved. And all of a sudden, from taking like a month, two-month break, you go eight months without work. Yeah. And it just yeah. changes. It just changes so quick. And then you start panicking. Um, so it's it's a, it's one of the great things about our job is the, um, I kind of like that that you don't know what's going to happen next. But it's also quite terrifying. And yeah, I think it's becoming a dad as well. You, it's, you're lucky to to spend that time at home but you're also thinking like I've got to provide and you get the older you get with that kind of things like it becomes something different it's not just about like what you want to do as a career it's like it's about providing a future and that's what the podcast can also do can fill in on those times as well I'm sure a hundred percent that's what the big thing so so when you're talking that that unexpected which I thought was a month off turned into like six seven months unemployment I had that to do every week yeah. and I really looked forward to it. And then, but then you start getting nervous going like, does anybody want to hear this? Um, uh, I, yes, they do. They, they do, but I, I love my podcast. I really do. Like I can't go a run or go for a walk without one. So I know there's a, there's always an audience for it out there, but I was like, this is just nonsense going about my head. Is it? Is it? And also as an actor, you kind of, you want to keep a little bit of mystery about yourself. But and I like you do that. And I really, I I have major respect for you because you don't talk about your private life mm. and keep it like that. Yeah. I think I said that to you years ago. And yeah. Just don't talk well, about it. I think as well, like, it, there's a way of like, you can talk in general terms, but there is bits you want to keep to yourself because yeah. it just, and I think also in, in terms of the media and stuff, like, they can be respectful when you set those boundaries. You know, when you say, like, I don't, there's certain things I don't talk about, certain things I don't show. And if look, it's it's up to each and every individual what they want to do. Absolutely. And they should control their own social media. But I'm like, there's stuff I don't want people to see. That's just for us. And I think people do then go, all right, he doesn't put that on anywhere. So just respect that. And I, yeah. I do I really do think it's not playing a game as to an extent, but like if you if you set your stall out in that sense, then people do tend to kind of go, All right, we'll we'll just leave them be. And but you've always done that, just stick with it. Yeah, because, you know what, and it wasn't something that was originally forced, but it could be, because it came out of something which is quite, when my wife was pregnant, we um, we uh, we, uh, we just opened the papers one day um, and there was a load of pictures of us in, in, a, in a tabloid, like who followed us for the entire day and we never saw them. And I found that quite unnerving. Um, and we hadn't announced that we we're pregnant yet and then like, your agent, your PR sends you like they're saying they're going to announce it, and so and I've got really good advisors, but sometimes you kind of need to go with your gut. And they were saying, look, you need to get ahead of the story. You need to announce it. I'm like, I'm not announcing anything. It's on our terms. It's like it's not up to anybody else. So I just kind of then just went, you know what? I'm not talking about this at all. Um, because there's enough pressure on those things as well. I mean, especially on on a, a mother to be. We've got enough going on without a lot of other stuff part of it so I just like well just that's a part of our life we're just going to keep to ourselves and and that's that 
And that's why I'm smiling. There was silence there because I'm smiling at you and I respect you for that. Mm. And we're not going to talk about yeah. them. Um, uh, but let's talk. Let's go to the acting. We'll keep coming back to the podcast, but uh, let's talk about the acting. So the last thing I think, did I speak to you? Yeah, I think I did speak to you about the rig. No, I spoke to somebody else about the rig. One, anyway, we spoke <laughs> to quite a few people about the rig. That's happening again, is it? Yeah, we're on series two right now. Um... It's, it's pretty mind-blowing to watch. It's wild. I've never been part of something, and also, um, wild like, is a good word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, I mean, that's that, that the streamers and that sense of, of of completely changed the game. And like, I was very grateful to Amazon not only in the fact they giving me a job and stuff, but they put <laughs> they put Scotland at the front and center of that. Like in terms of the premiere and the press and all that kind of stuff, they really and they've got a studio in Edinburgh where it's just job after job. They're bringing work Fantastic. to Edinburgh all year round, which I love, but. The reach they have is something... I mean, I think we dropped in over 200 countries in one day. And movies don't even have that reach. Yeah. You know, it was... um, It's it's kind of a game changer in that sense, but also it's just a nice bunch of people. I really... Oh, how lovely. I really like everybody on that job. And I, <laughs> Edinburgh's one of my favourite cities in the world and spending a summer there and... Like because it's an ensemble as well, like you don't feel like you're carrying the thing, but we just have a laugh. Like we and it is that stuff can be quite silly. And I love working with Ian Glenn because Ian's um Ian's old school, Ian's radar, darling. And um me and he's got a lot of stuff, but he's like he commits to everything. Like I remember in the first series there was a there was tremors from like an earthquake or a tidal wave. And I find that stuff quite difficult at times. Like I need to do it at the moment, but like the Committing to your body, doing all that kind of stuff. You're now in a trap. That was a little trap. Was that a little trap? <laughs> yeah, having an earthquake. I, I feel really self conscious doing it, but you look at Ian and he's like all in. He's gone. You know, he's like one with his body for all that stuff. <laughs> and it's, but it's Ian a, Glenn, one with his body. Him and Mark, a beautiful Mark Addy, wonderful actor, Owen Teal, all, all these old school. And it's just great to see these big guys who drink pints and eat steaks, but when they come to that, it's their art form and they really, really commit. And it's, um, and I love being in that company and, and the lovely Emily Hampshire and Shenda Sander, like just top, top actors and lovely people. Like and I really enjoy it. Was any of it done on a on a No, unfortunately, because um, the first series was during COVID, the first plan was to go there. Uh, but the the costume, uh, the um, the set designs was was phenomenal. Like they basically built a rig indoors, but would I like to go to that? But I had a bizarre experience um uh, this year, I was I do a Scottish travel show called Scottish Fling. I was going to talk to you about that <laughs> as well. But so this year, I went. To, we did a, uh, the series was Northern Fling, and we started in Shetland and went all the way up Norway. And I did oil rig survival training, just as part of that. So coming back to do the rig after I'd done all the kind of plunging. How smug were you? You were very smug. Um, go on, you were. A little bit, a little bit smug. A little bit. Like, I definitely sent the video to everybody, but also my... Um, That's okay. There we go. There's a, a bit little, like, my, little... my, my dad worked on the rigs, and, um, but it's quite a surreal thing, Gabby, in that um, I thought it was quite glamorous, and I always thought it was, my, my, it was exciting that my dad... Um, was going to do that. He'd tell me, yeah, you go in this helicopter, the lights go out, you plunge in. I was like, oh, this will be fun. But when you're there and you see the reality of it, it's like, actually, this is quite, it's quite, de- not not that it's dangerous, but this happens. Yeah. You know, and it makes yeah. you appreciate like what, what those guys do for a living. And I've still got some close friends who work offshore and, you know, it's happened. You know, like a few of those helicopters have went down and it's quite, it's weird. It hits something you're really, really looking forward to, but then all of a sudden, you're plunged under. And I, I don't get me wrong, I did it a few times. I, I, I had fun doing it, but it does kind of hit you 
that fear of going like people have went through this. It's quite. It it's quite plun scary. You've plunged under. So you go on like a a, a helicopter, um, like a like a the inside of a helicopter. They they strap you in, they plunge you in the water and then flip you on, upside down. In the in the helicopter. Yeah, in, in the dark. Well, a, a fake helicopter in a in a, in a swimming pool, and then oh, to see. simulate to simulate. You didn't so, say that. You no, didn't no, actually so it's, say no, it was a simulator. All right, no, it's all no, like it's all like, like it's survival training. Yes, like, but you so, didn't say so, it was a simulator, you have Martin. To, you have, <laughs> I thought you. They actually did that with you. But, no, no. So you have to pass this to get it on an oil rig for all all oil rig workers. So we went and did that, and it was also but there's this weird bit which was quite terrifying where they just drove us out to sea and. Um, they just throw you out. Real sea? Yeah, yeah, okay. Norway. And then Not a simulator? No, no, in real sea, and then just leave you there, and then they just disappear. And you've got to just kind of float there. Come, <laughs> oh, I, so I've done this. Ah, <laughs> right, oh somebody else will understand it. I have never been, I, it was when I was doing kids' telly. Uh -huh. I see, can see for your, for your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. I have never been as terrified in my, just being left floating it, in the sea. It was weirdly... Were you on your own? Yes, Yes. Yes. It was it was kind of peaceful and terrifying at yes. the same time. What did you yeah. talk to yourself? Because I did. Yes, I did. What did you talk about? Um, I I kind of shout. I, I was shouting. That, I think I shouted. This isn't funny anymore. Okay. <laughs> I so when I was there floating there, I go. Yeah. Uh, okay. I started singing musical theater songs because I thought. Oh, what did you sing? Oh, 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 any musical theater, usually from West Side Story and Chorus yeah. Line. Yeah. Um. I, I was there, but I and then I started shouting. This isn't fun anymore. <laughs> This oh, did, isn't you, funny. did you get rolled in the boat? Did they save you? And like, no, I got rescued by helicopter. So we had to do the thing as if you were knocked out, and then my partner in the show, Phil, had to like rescue me. So they like threw out a thing, and he had to roll me up like you were a chicken wrap, and then pull you. How in the long boat. were you in the water, bobbing around in the water for? It felt like an eternity, but it was probably like a minute or two. But it felt oh, when they, when they did oh, some, when no, they... get out! I was half an hour. No, half an hour. Wait, in the sea. In the sea, Where? with a sea link ferry going past. Where? I could see Where? the sea link ferry. In the English Channel. And they just left you for... They did, because... Is this about you? This isn't about no, me. No, but that's terrifying. Like, I did, like, two minutes and I was terrified. Yeah, no, no, this was half an hour. Half an it hour. was 25 minutes. So I'm exaggerating a bit. It was but 25 you, minutes. You, could, but I, so, and I had wait. a microphone and they said, don't worry, because you got a microphone, because I was talk. recording it, you'll be fine. But I saw the microphone float away. <laughs> did, but you were you... So with our... Survivor suit, you were on your back. Could you at least put your legs down and look around? Because I was just like flat, just looking straight. I just, up. I was, I had lots of uh, uh, floating devices. Half an hour is a long time. Half an hour, and and it, I couldn't see the shore, so I couldn't see the shore because it, what was this for? What was it? Saturday morning kids telly. But what was the to show? What to was show? That you can no. see the water real long time. <laughs> it was air sea rescue. Right. And uh, but I remember seeing the man walking. I kept thinking, I kept going, this isn't funny anymore. This isn't funny. Oh, oh, one singular sensation. Oh, this isn't funny. And then I was swearing a lot and I was doing all sorts of things. And then I talked through um, all the tube. I was trying to remember the tube stops. Uh, so anything. You, you were there a lot longer than no, I was. A long time. And then I saw the man. I saw the helicopter yeah. and I'd done my training. Uh -huh. I saw the man walking towards me on the water because he's ha he's dangling under the helicopter yeah, to rescue yeah, yeah. me. And I remember they said to me, don't open your mouth because of the blades. But I was so excited. I was going, ah! 
<laughs> and I just thought I was going to drown with the water going in my face. And then he picked me up and then I kept kissing him. And then when we got to the top um, and I kept trying to hug him and he went, arms down, arms down. Because then I'd fall through the Yeah, loop. they don't mess about. Yeah. yeah. And then, so I got to the top and I sat there with my feet dangling. I kept kissing this man. And then I went, can I do it again? And then Yeah, I, it gets exciting. Oh, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It but I don't it. want to do it again. But it's that kind of, because we did, we did those two and also the, the fire training, like if, oh, if a fire broke that? out. That what was did you great. have to do? So as if there's a fire on the oil rig, and, and it was so amazing to see the skills of these firemen. Because you always have the, the this um idea of firemen, with the, you know, with the the water firing out the hose. But the way they use the spray as like um as a shield, so if you get it wide, it can literally be like a whole shield, and you can get right into this fire. I mean, it, it's it's not a visual medium, but I can show you after, it. and it was getting so close to this kind of like of inferno but the way they use the water not just as something to put a fire out but as protection was it, it was amazing so where were you were you holding the, the hose yeah i was doing it i was doing the thing you were the hose holder yeah yeah and they're behind you kind of pushing you in and they push you like literally you're like a, a foot from this inferno but the way you use your the water thing is like um becomes this huge shield in front of you and it's it's it's, t- it's scary at first but then you, you get into it it's, it's yeah, yeah, exciting. Go yeah, yeah. So, how? What else? Other training did you have to do for the rig then? No. Uh, no, that was that wasn't even for the rig. That's the thing. That was for the, the oh, documentary. That was for the documentary. Yeah, yeah. We just because we did uh, Norway top to bottom, and uh, that was just and obviously the 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 oil industry is something huge in Norway. So it was just something we're doing on the way. So you didn't have to do anything for the rig. No, like I spoke to because my character is the comms guy, so I spoke to like the guy who does the radios and kind of stuff, and did my research and all that, and obviously we watched a lot of documentaries and spoke to my dad and what that yeah, was like but in terms, that was but, the best not, research yeah it was good and I gave him my boots at the end which was nice oh how lovely <laughs> yeah that was nice that was a nice that was a nice but, thing to do. aren't you going to need them for the new season oh they'll get me new ones oh that's nice <laughs> did you keep anything from other shows um line of duty please say you've got waistcoat yeah I've got a couple of waistcoats have you yeah but I, I actually I gave them on to a charity shop I gave them all to oh. um, I kind of keep them and then yeah it does I so you don't them. have any of them left I don't think so because I've got again our gown hospice. I work with quite a lot, and they've got like the local shop. So I'll 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 get a load of clothes from a show, and then I'll put them in. There oh, that's so I'll, lovely! And I'll tweet it, and people will go on and get them. But they're um, and yeah, the and the last ones which are really nice and really ta- they were tailored. They've still got them, so maybe they'll be wheeled out again. Who knows? What? <laughs> so when you finish a series, they always keep it just in case. Because you have to have um, continuity from the last. I season. wasn't going to ask you. I was not. I was the question that everybody, <laughs> apart from calling you Shagger, and if people didn't hear the beginning of this, <laughs> but you say it sounds yeah. good. I like that. I, I take that as such a compliment. Yeah, but it, but people that weren't listening, you're a top Shagger. To, if you're yeah, if people weren't listening to the beginning of this, yeah. they're going to just think, "What? He sleeps around? Yeah. No, no, he's a top no. Shagger." <laughs> Top shagger. We need to get this in life. It's so good. It's so good when you hear something like you say that. I love it. All right, next time I see you in the street. All right, top shagger. Shagger. Okay, just shagger. Yeah, it's just shagger, shagger and then top shagger is like another level above. Uh, okay, shagger. Okay, yeah. Yeah. all right. Uh, and and I, I wasn't going to say that, obviously, because I didn't know I until you told me. And then that. I wasn't going to say, I wasn't going to mention yeah. Lod. Uh, but but you you just you just said what you just said. Yeah, but you would say Vicky, top shagger. Eddie, top shagger. Legends. Oh, just, I, Vicky's <laughs> Vicky's Vicky, uh, MBE now. I know. Um, 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. The two of them are just two of my closest friends. And, uh, I know. And with it all, look, again... The fact that people ask me about it, I love it. Like, I, if I was in a was young... you really? Yeah, because if I was in a younger stage of my career, and maybe you were like, you know, I need to do something different. I'd be, I need to be known for something else. But I, I love that people have taken it to the hearts. I really, I'm, I'm incredibly proud of it. And the fact that people want us back means we're doing something right. When people stop asking me about it, that's the time to worry. You oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm like, I'm. You're I'm, not blasé about it at all, though, are you? No, because it's, it's something. Um, and nothing's changed from this point. I think we'd all love to work together again. And um, it's just timing. And also with Jed, of course, it's, it all stems from Jed. He won't do it just for the sake of it. If there's a story to tell, he'll do it. And he's always got things bobbing around in his head. So, and we, we and we do talk about it. Like we do, well, what would we do if? But it's just, you know, success breeds success. We're all off doing different yeah. things. So tying is all down. And again, doing it for the right reason, not just for the sake of it. But um, that's so good to hear, actually. I mean, I've interviewed Jed a few times and I saw him last year um, and uh, he said, I know you're going to ask. I said, well, I'm not going to ask, yeah. but we're doing a QA. and a Yeah. I can't stop what the And of course, the first question in the audience they want. And he ta- he says he takes that. Yes, yeah, a compliment. You do, it's a it's huge a compliment, compliment. Massive compliment. I said, when people stop asking, that's that'll be a sad day. It's very interesting because um, on this podcast, we've spoken to stars of Ted Lasso, which of course has finished it, was a huge phenomenon you as well. To? Lovely. Uh, oh my God, Jeremy Swift. Yes, yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, but I can't do, do Brett Goldstein, because I, I love. Have you watched? Um, uh, yes, the shrink. Shrink. It's so good. We love that shrinking. Shrinking. It's Not so good. Back. It's been cancelled. No. Yeah. No. I could be wrong. I, I think th- you've got to be. No. Wrong, surely. No. In fact, my daughter told me because she loved it. But no, don't talk about this. Is this is another podcast where we talk about Brett because Brett is meant. I, I have you been on his one? No, but I, I think he's Films such a talent. With. He's such a talent. Yeah, he's great. Um, but, no, it's not been cancelled. That's that's quite hard. Well, we're to looking. Take, okay, the team is looking it up. Will and Joe behind the glass. I is, think I mean, shrinking. One of the because I, I had a bizarre thing. That's one of the reasons I love London. My name is Joe. Was the film I saw that like really made me go? I want to be an actor. But I was obsessed by Indiana Jones. 
when I was growing up and Harrison Ford is a, have you met him and I bumped, no, I bumped into the guy last night and who wrote who? The next, Harrison Ford no who wrote the oh. next one who wrote Dial of Destiny and it was just it through I, I met the, the amazing Benedict Wong I'm just like I was a, I'm a massive fan of Benedict and we're just like oh you 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 we just it's a great thing about London we had a drink and casually his mate said oh yeah I just wrote the last Indiana Jones and that's one of the things I do love about coming down here. You don't know who you're going to bump into. Well, you just had you planned to meet. No, him? no, I was walking out and just bumped into this guy. And but I, I was an Indiana Jones fanatic as a kid. That was the reason. But it was everything about it. Is that it's, the reason you wanted to be an actor? I think it was the thing that started because I remember my mum saying, and I, I got a documentary made about me when I was like seventeen. And I remember mum saying, "Oh, he refused to answer to any other <laughs> name." other than Indy, for a year when he was like seven or eight. And I remember going, Mum, that's just made up. And then the picture comes up on the screen of me with my fedora and my leather jacket and my a jacket and my whip, and it all just come flooding back. I went, oh, no, so I lovely. did. How would you be if you met Harrison Ford? I kind of don't want to meet him because I love him. Like it's that, Oh, and yeah. we just were going to bring him in. <laughs> that was your surprise. Yeah. Oh. He, I mean, even films like The Fugitive, you know I mean? He's just such a... He said something which has always stuck with me as well in terms of like, like stuntmen, stuntwomen are phenomenal at what they do and they're there for a reason. So you don't get hurt and you can keep filming. And hanging. But Harrison Ford said something. He said, like, when you see the reaction on the actor's face, it keeps you in tune with what they're doing, you know, and the, and the, the stakes are upped. So that's always stayed with me that I try and do as much as I can. Like, there's stuff that you can't do and, and rightly so. But if you can do it and show the reaction on your face, because I, I do think sometimes when they cut to a massive wide, you just go stunt person, and you yeah, yeah. kind of lose yes. the jeopardy. Apart um, from if it's Tom Cruise. Oh, if it's Tom Cruise, of course, yeah. of course it's Tom Cruise. But even that, you, that's what's great about Tom Cruise. You go like that could be anybody, but you know it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, but with us, is that can you go? Oh yeah, it's it's somebody else. But so I try and do as much as possible. Because it's it's the fear and jeopardy in the actor's face that keeps you connected to what they're doing. So you do your own stunts? I try and do as much as I can. But, see, but you can't always, and rightly so, I said, because they're dangerous things. But what I can, and I quite like the rough and tumble of it, because you're... Well, it's, doesn't that hop back to your football? A bit. I just like thrown I'm, around on the... Oh, uh, yeah. oh, sorry, Soccer Aid? Yeah. You, you, how happy were you? I was good. You was loved it, didn't you? It was It was different. It was It was actually quite stressful. I didn't know because I wasn't allowed to play this year because um, we were filming yeah. insurance. But um, so I was like being the manager and... But you looked like you were having Because all of a time. sudden the weird thing was like... But it was quite stressful making sure like everybody gets a game. Everybody gets the time they deserve because people have came there and very kindly gave up their time. But also to win it. Like I'm not coming here to get beat by England. I know it's a charity game, but I'm not losing. Yeah, but you're that's you at heart. You're yeah. a footballer still, aren't and you? I loved it. Like um, and she was here because uh, Becky's lovely partner Johnny owns. Um, because yeah. when we we were one nil and then we went two one up, and Vicky turned round and gave she was giving me it tight on the sidelines. <laughs> Vicky was giving me all sorts of abuse. And then I was like, right, we're winning this now. And I remember Johnny Arthur says, I knew you were winning as soon as you gave it. You you went too early, Vicky. She went far too early. That's so funny. Um, but it's just, it's a, like that. I mean, I went to Bangladesh this year as part of the trip and it's something that will always stay with me. Um, but I've saw what that game does and I'm not being overdramatic, but say it, it changes lives and it saves yeah. lives. I've seen it firsthand and... I think it's now ninety million over. I think it's a. It's That's a incredible crazy, amount. Crazy amount of money, and I've seen the difference it makes. Uh, so for, I, there we were going. I was going to go back to football, but actually, what I, what I want to end on is the thing that 
always, and the reason I completely adore you, Martin, and though Gordon, I shouldn't have shown you that video and put it out on social media <laughs> with me saying I love Martin. No, because he, he loves it because he, well, we've got such a heavy relationship. It's just like, it's always winding each other up. And But he, we, in the best possible terms, he's like, I've just walked in here and he says, I'm trying to get my confidence up. And this is Gabby's first thing. She says, where's Martin? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Martin. Yeah. Um, uh, but I just want to end on, on things that make you laugh because, you know, you talk about passionately about yeah. all the charity work you yeah. do. And I, I love you for that. I respect mm. you so much. Yeah. I respect you for, for keeping your private life private and always do so. Mm. I respect you as an actor, but also you are naughty. <laughs> you are naughty so I've interviewed the three of you and yeah. the, honestly the twinkle in your I mean Adrian was, uh, yeah. bless him he's just so lovely <laughs> and and Vix is just yeah. so naughty yeah. and you're naughty yeah. you love what makes you properly lose it a lot of things I like to mm. laugh in those terms me and Vicky do this stupid voice which makes nobody else laugh but me and her um and I, I don't know how to to describe it other than this kind of weird hybrid Russian, I don't know what else, accent. And it drives everybody else up Just the wall. Just do a little bit for us. I can't talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody else hates it. And every year we go, we're not doing that again. Like we're not doing the voice. And on the first day, it's like, who's going to break first? And then we'll do it. And it gets quite addictive. Other people start doing it around. And it's we like annoying people with it. And it drives Adrian up the wall. Like the I key. said, you're naughty. Yeah, and I, and I quite like... Um, and I and that is quite naughty in that when I... I have this really bad habit when I... When I when I see him winding somebody up, like I'll turn it up to him. <laughs> when I'm fighting... Gordon says, like, when I see something, I'm like, all right, oh, they're not happy with that. How far can I push it? And that's is it, it can be a bad trait at times. It can be, it, but I, I it's for some reason it just really makes me laugh when I can see people getting really wound up. Oh, I just and and that's why I adore you. You're just wonderful. Uh, carry on doing all the things you do. Thank you for being on this again. And actually, you could just come in every week. Yeah, because we all love you so much. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>